This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was boredom. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It's the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And we've done 92 episodes, which makes this episode number 93. They just keep going in numerical progression up and up and up. When do they start going down? When do they – when does it take the turn and it starts going down? We <laughs> Is start it uphill back. to 100 episodes and, and then, then back downhill? to zero? Okay. And then back to zero. <laughs> okay, got it. And then once we reach zero, we're, we can start over again. I think we die. Then it's full, all joke podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> once we reach 100 episodes, Adam. Yeah, Billy. Should we at least consider – we should look back on our body of work and say, yeah. is it, should we be considering how to improve this podcast or should we say what comes next? What do you mean? Podca- what comes next podcast? I'm just saying that not all projects live forever. You're right. If you and I were to um, consider yes. not moving on from the No Joke podcast, but maybe uh, rebranding or reconsidering another type of podcast or something that we might want to switch up, after 100 seems like the time to do it. A lot of companies go through this. Yes. It's like they exist for a certain amount of time, and then there's like a subtle – maybe like a logo rebrand. Yeah. Or there's a subtle thing that says it's the same old new joke with a slightly new face. Right. So maybe there's some sort of – Maybe comp- something like that. Something that we could – maybe there's like a, a visual rebrand we could do mm-hmm, or we could start a brand new podcast all about lacrosse yeah. or just like okay. something completely different yeah just a blank slate blank slate if we did have a blank slate adam yeah are there certain types of podcasts that you listen to now or are there um, other types of just program that you're like you know what if i could do it all over again i would add that level of specificity to our show i just started listening to a podcast that i can't recommend highly enough it's called there goes the neighborhood and it's like a conjunct uh, it's like a collaboration between wnyc and kcrw and it's all about uh gentrifying an individual neighborhoods in Los Angeles. They used to do – they had the same one for New York and it was about Brooklyn. Okay. And I think they like dove into East New York, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And they like – they really like talked about the different neighborhoods. They interviewed a lot of people. It was mm-hmm. like brilliant journalism. Mm-hmm. I'm not – we're not – I'm not – a journal. We're not journalists. No. I'm not a sm- that smart. No, no. But if I, but those are the kind of podcasts I love. I love it. It's so interesting and fascinating, and just sort of like urban planning, socioeconomic, interesting. Mm-hmm. If I were smarter, I'd want to like do a cool journal, like citizen journalism podcast, like right. that. Right. But I don't have the the energy, the resources, the contacts, the will, really the will. I agree that you <laughs> probably don't have the resources or contacts. Yeah. I I don't know if I believe you that you don't have the energy or the will. The energy, maybe, yeah. I yeah. mean, you're, you literally are showing me the energy right now. Maybe so, by yeah. excitedly talking about it. Yeah, it does get me pretty fired up. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think that is one thing that the No Joke podcast, we have never – we've always said we are not experts on the topic. That's right. So we don't have the burden <clears throat> of having to be right all the yes, time. Yes, yes. Whereas shows like that – got to be right. A little bit fact-based. <laughs> you have to be correct. You do research in advance. Yeah. And it kind of leads to a better product. Yes. Um, it's much like those like true crime shows. Yes. Where it's like we're going to do all the research for you. Yes. And then we're going to tell you about it and we're going to teach you about it. Yes. Our show has none of that. None of that. We have done no research and we're teaching you nothing. This kind of uh, illuminates <laughs> not a problem but something that we deal with every week. Yeah. Which is what the heck are we going what to talk about? What are we going to talk about? Billy and I, a little peek behind the curtain, have been sitting here for a couple minutes just rolling around thoughts. Yeah. Half – 
sort of half-inspiredly saying, should we talk about dessert? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and maybe that is something the show needs. Yeah. Maybe we need a little bit more specificity in our entry point. Maybe so. It's like these shows like Gilmore Girls yes. or all of these other shows, even Jake and Amir show, they always have that one thing that they start with. Yes. Which is the Gilmore Girls talked about the Gilmore Girls. That's right. And Or the Gilmore guys the talk about the Gilmore girls. Exactly. Jake and Amir talk about the questions that they were They give sensitive. advice. We don't know where to start. We don't know what it maybe is. Maybe we need something. Maybe yeah. we need to center our show around something. And maybe that can be part of the 100-episode rebrand. Okay. That we can maybe subtly give it maybe a slightly more narrow focus. Mm. So, so it's – But what? But that, what? That, that's the problem. And that's the question. Right. And we don't we don't know what that answer well, is. Well, we have seven more episodes <laughs> to, to hopefully solve that problem. Yes. Um, what kind of podcasts do you enjoy listening to that aren't ours? Well, I think <laughs> that your point – I think your point is well taken and I'm realizing it too that something fact-based. Something yeah. where I could feel like I learned a little bit yes. when it was all said and done. Yes. When it feels like, oh, the hosts have uh, thought about it. Yes. And now they want to take care of me. That's right. I don't know if we provide any of that to any of our listeners. I know if we take care. <laughs> we, want, we like to think that we take care of right. you, our listeners, right. in that you are welcome into this process of us not knowing anything and not being right about right. it. That's our charm. Oh, so that's our charm. It is nice and appropriate. I know we were joking about this, but today is, uh, as Twitter taught me, hashtag International Podcast Day. Uh-huh. So it's appropriate. <laughs> Uh-huh. So it's appropriate that uh, that we are sort of like talking about the nature of podcasting. I'm waving my want. bullshit flag. <laughs> I'm waving my bullshit flag. International Podcast Day. Who? What little kid? <laughs> what little kid wakes up at seven thirty in the morning and runs downstairs and wakes his parents up and says, "Mommy, Daddy, Mommy, Daddy, it's National Podcast Day." No. And they all quietly listen to a radio lab together. Are, are we supposed yeah. to think that those podcast, those national holidays on Twitter, yes, those hashtag National Podcast Day, yeah. National Pancake Day, whatever, yes, are those holidays? That's a great, great question. Are we confusing those with holidays? Are they in the same camp? That's such a good question, Billy. I feel like it's the equivalent of like what a parade is in New Orleans. If like if mm. holidays like Columbus Day, July Fourth, and I don't know what the process is to like get like a holiday sanctioned by right. the calendar companies in this <laughs> government, right? But like how whatever process it was that like Veterans Day and Memorial Day became a holiday, that feels bureaucratic and correct. Whereas Pancake Day, right, international. Podcast day. No. No. That can't be on every calendar. <laughs> Don't see. And in New Orleans, there's a parade. There's like a July 4th parade. There's a Memorial Day parade. But then also in New Orleans, you can just like go tap like a policeman on the shoulder and just say like, I want to be a parade. I have $15. <laughs> and a bo- like you need like a body and $15. <laughs> right. And you can get like a police escort and it be a parade. I you feel like a baton. A baton. Just a baton. I feel like those lo-fi parades are the international podcast day holiday equivalent. It's so like do- not quite unofficial. So to address both of these things, yeah. I say that this is what we do. Yeah. If we're saying that we want to add a little bit more education to our podcast, yeah. or we're wondering what it might look like, <laughs> and we're also wondering what makes a holiday and not just a hashtag holiday, yes. what do you say in the second act? Yes. We actually figure that out. Okay, great. How do you make a holiday? Okay, go- <laughs> Yeah, I like that. How do you make an official holiday? I like that. Who do you mail? Who? Is it holiday at, at like government Santa? Celebration. Dot- <laughs> <laughs> dot dot snow okay yeah so we will try and get to the bottom of that because we want you guys to walk away with something at the end yeah of we want to be learning something and teaching something we want you all to be learning about something <laughs> this inane conversation bleeds very comfortably into the topic at hand very today. much so very much the topic at hand today is boredom boredom we're going to discuss the concept of boredom it's something that 
every human being experiences at some point during, I would venture to say, every day of their life. Interesting. Right? Yes, I think so. It's like boredom, I feel like, takes many forms, and it can feel like many different things. Yeah. And obviously, now in like this smartphone age, it's maybe a little bit harder to detect yes. true boredom. Yes. What it means to feel truly activityless. Yes. <laughs> so... I say we get right into it. Great. We don't have to explain the concept of boredom. Yeah. Everyone knows what boredom kind of feels like. Yeah. First act of the No Joke podcast. Yeah. We like to talk about our past lives yes. with boredom. Yes. Adam, you're a little kid. When you were bored, what would you do? Yeah. I mean, as a kid and as a, an adult man, I, you know, have some sort of mix of hyperactivity and ADD, so something in there. Mm -hmm. So I feel like boredom... May I guess what you did when you were bored? Yeah. You'd go out into the street and you'd shoot hoops. Oh, yeah. Still. Yeah. And that, that for sure, mm -hmm. and you know me well, mm -hmm. um, that is for sure what I would do. And that is literally to this day, to this moment, when I feel bored, I feel like I need to go shoot hoops. You still walk outside, find your nearest park, and will shoot hoops to kill some of the boredom? In New York, I would do that all the time. Growing up, I would do that all the time. In LA, it's just a drive away. Okay. There's no I wish that I could, in my perfect world, I could walk. Because mm -hmm. to me, the walking and the shooting hoops and like the physical activity yeah. is just to, I guess, I guess this is the answer. What I would do when I was bored still applies, which is like, at, like structure some time where I can let my mind wander. Mm -hmm. Let my mind and body wander. Guilt-free. Guilt-free. Even as a kid. Even as a kid, I think. It was just like, let get, get me outside. Get me running around. Mm -hmm. Let me get out of my own head yeah. in a way and sort of like be physically active and let my mind and body just sort of freestyle for a little bit. Were you the type of kid who would like kind of slouch and walk up to your parents and then just say, Mom, Dad, I'm bored. No. You wouldn't complain about saying, I'm bored. I, I feel like I, I – and this is not me patting myself on the back, but I don't think I was that kind of kid. I think that I was like a little more – a little more of a whirling dervish. I didn't – I wasn't a slouch. Stop. What's a whirling dervish? Tasmanian devil constantly spinning top, always moving, always running, always going. Are there other types of dervishes besides the whirling ones? <laughs> <laughs> A, a sleepy dervish? <laughs> a hungry dervish? You dervish? Hey! <laughs> yeah. it's good. Um, I don't know. I've only, I've only ever heard dervish okay. in the context of whirling. Okay. Sorry. That got us off track for a second. So funny, Billy. You were a whirling dervish like most dervishes were. I was a dervish. Okay. Most of the time that dervish was whirling. Okay. Sometimes it was a sleeping dervish. Okay. And a hungry dervish. Okay. But I would uh, – I wasn't like, mom, dad, I'm bored. Entertain me. Give me a thing to do. Give me a book. You weren't a whiner. Not really a whiner. Got it. I was like an early reader, so I was like very into. I was it would frequently get sort of like wrapped up in books. Yep. And I could find ways to distract myself. Yep. Um, how about yourself? What? What were you a bored kid? And if so, what? What did that mean? Yes, I would be bored. Really? Yes, definitely. Yeah. I would often feel bored. And my solution to that around the house was the lava game. Th what's the lava game? The lava game. Now I have an idea of what that might be. I'm sure you do. The ground is hot lava. Step on all the couch cushions. Get around. I'm Mario. My sister's <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> and we're off. <laughs> and that's the day. Mm -hmm. That's the day then. The trick of winning the lava game, kids. <laughs> if you're like six years old right now and you're listening to the podcast, A, nice. Unbelievable. Congrats. Where'd you get the headphones? Good find. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you found it in the sea of other podcasts. <laughs> Happy National Podcast Day. Wake your parents up. The way to win the lava game is to get a welcome mat. Oh. You need the welcome mat because it's basically the hoverboard 
of the lava game. That is an amazing tip, and you say this podcast isn't educational. Thank you. And you say this podcast isn't educational. Get a welcome mat because you can <laughs> shimmy across the kitchen floor, and your feet will not get burned, and you will not be bored. It quite literally is the – you will not be bored. It is the skateboard hoverboard yes. of the lava world. But it still requires uh, a lot of, like, athletic prowess yep. because if you slip, if it gets wrinkled and you fall, yep. you're in the lava. Yep. How are you – and I know it's an awkward thing to describe just verbally, mm. but how do you scooch the welcome mat? How do you essentially – if you don't have a table or something to sort of guide you along, yeah. are you able to s- sort of scooch it forward just by momentum? Are you familiar with the song The Twist? Yes. Come on, baby. Chubby checker. Oh, yeah. Let's do, do that, that twist. twist. Bum, 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 bum. You're basically doing that twist. Yes. And just uh, – yep. I think that your your hips won't lie. Yeah, yeah. I think you'll know exactly what you need to do. That's good. Okay. So you and your sister would do this. Would it Would it – um, was it frequently your idea or like, Kristen, let's play the lava game? Um, it was. was it just... I also had a friend named Ryan English. We would play it as well. Yeah. And it seemed like it was never a choice. <laughs> yeah. It was like when the boredom got to a level of the boredom's bordering on like Nintendo's not fun anymore. Yeah. We both knew like phase two. Lava game. Lava game. Yeah. yeah. You'd almost like see somebody crawling up the side of a couch and it's like they're prepping for the, the lava, lava game. game. Yeah. In case of emergency boredom, break glass, play yes. lava game. Yeah. Yeah. So I think both of our responses as young kids to boredom was imagination. Imagination. All right. Yeah. Turn exactly. Inside. Yeah. Exactly. And maybe for you, I wonder if it's like, yeah, for me, it's a and, and again, it still applies that it's like a lot about like solo. It's funny. It's interesting. It's sort of counterintuitive because I am an extrovert and I love being around people all the time and I feel like that is the source of my energy and and life force yeah. is other people. Yeah, but as a kid, you don't have those same options. Yeah. You're kind of a product of what classes you have or like what things your parents take you to. But otherwise, like you just kind of have to stay at home. You kind of have to stay at home. Yeah. And it's just kind of ironic now that I'm realizing that it, it, even now and certainly as a kid, I had this habit of when bored, that was when I kind of want, almost like craved alone time or wanted to be by myself. Right, almost or, to occupy it that much more. Yeah, right. or something. And it wasn't even like leaning into the boredom and solitude. It was like allowing my imagination to kind of like fritter and run wild and wander, truly wander. Mm-hmm. That will cure my boredom and that I will find interest in something I imagine. I, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, let's go into our first song. Okay, great. Harvey Danger. Remember Flagpole Sitta? Yes. Do you remember it? Flagpole Sitta. I think that was the name of their one song. Yes. But I believe there's a line in it yes. where it says, and if you're bored, then you're boring. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that line? Yeah, I mean, kind of. Is I, this know, Harvey I know that Danger? phrase. Harvey Danger, I thought, was the clothing company that gave us those shirts. No, no. Oh, that's Nick Danger. <laughs> Nick, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harvey um, Danger? You're probably, I think you're right. I think you're right. Here's the thing. Last week, we were wrong. We botched it. We botched we, it. That's right. Yeah, we botched it. It wasn't, um, it wasn't Real Big Fish. It was Save Ferris. <laughs> the people oh. who sang the cover song yes. of the Dexy Midnight Runner song, yes, Come, Come On, on Eileen, yes. we said it was Real Big Fish. It was not. It was Save Ferris. It was not. And Nor did I know any of the You Might Be Giant songs. Right. All of those were dead wrong. <laughs> so so we, we're we bot- not experts. We botched all that, <laughs> and now we're saying Harvey Dane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to play this song. Yes. Hopefully they sing the line, and if you're bored, then you're, <laughs> you're boring. boring. And if they don't, God help us Just all. know that it's a lyric somewhere.
welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was Harvey Danger's flagpole sitter. Not flagpole sitter. Sitter. I mean, strong choice. <laughs> Sita. What's that getting you? It's just like you imply the attitude, the at, the spelling of the word has attitude yeah. as its own personality. Sita. 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 But Bill, you nailed that one. Nailed you were it. right. We're back, baby. You were right. So apologies to Save Ferris and congratulations to Harvey Danger. Congrats to you, Harvey. Yeah. Um, now, I did a little bit of poking around, all of one second. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we. Uh, what were you poking around? Well, we were poking around in Act One. We were discussing how does one invent a holiday? A proper holiday. A proper holiday. Can we invent a holiday? Exactly. Right. And after about four seconds of internet searching, um, I, I have learned that there is apparently one person, mm. an American man named Thomas Roy, and this man has invented himself uh-huh. and copyrighted. Uh-huh. Over 90 holidays in the last 26 years, including May 8, No Socks Day, Mm. and November 18, Married to a Scorpio Support Day. Time out, ref. (laughs) We're going to call time. Time, everyone in. (laughs) Let's all huddle up, guys. Huddle up, guys. We we need a game plan on how to approach this. Huddle up, America. Yeah. First question. What's the name of the website that you're on? CNN.com. What? <laughs> it's not RoyWood.net or whatever this guy's name is? No, CNN.com. This is just a, a article about okay. how to make a holiday out of anything. Okay, Although so second, uh, second thought. Yes. We said that these National Pancake National Podcast Days, are they actual holidays? Right. CNN is calling these things holidays. Holidays. Holidays, right? Holidays. Okay. So does it say how he went about it? Is there a website, registeryourholiday.com? Right. I, I, will need to, I would need to do a little more research. I think that the, there is probably like some – again, the copyright element makes me think that it's mm-hmm. – it's, it doesn't feel like hashtag International Podcast Day has been copyrighted. Maybe I'm wrong about this. Okay. But maybe – I don't know. I guess – I don't know. I only have the headline here. I don't, luckily, I don't have enough information. Luckily – we have a third act. That's right. Which means we can learn a little bit more. More knowledge. More little crumbs of knowledge right. that we can regurgitate into you, our listener's mouth like baby birds. So we will we will continue <laughs> to do our research, yes. much like we promised, much like all these other podcasts we referenced yeah, earlier, yeah. so that you can walk away with a lesson. <laughs> yeah. How to make a holiday.com. Yes. yes. Okay. But when I mentioned to Billy that this guy had created over 90 holidays, he said, well, that guy's bored. Yes. That guy is bored. Staying on theme. What's his name? John Wood? Roy Wood? Thomas Roy. Thomas Roy. Yes. Thomas Roy, you are bored. A lot of friends. <laughs> and you've made 90 holidays over 26 years. That means you're averaging about three and a half holidays per year. Yes. Yes. I'd love to hear what holidays got denied. Got denied. Didn't make the cut. Yeah. Didn't make the cut. Married to a single Scorpio. Married to a Scorpio support day. Okay. How about that? So we'll dig back into that in a little bit. Yeah, maybe we will. Okay. Um, Louis C.K. has a really funny sort of like stand-up bit. I think that maybe he was like sort of repurposed on a late night show that got passed around a couple years ago. And it was about boredom. And it was about how he lamented that his daughters – and he doesn't let them use smartphones. Or like he limits their smartphone usage. And it's because he wants to encourage boredom. Okay. <clears throat> he essentially is like – the smartphone has eliminated thought wandering and just sitting there bored with your thoughts mm. and letting that evolve and seeing where that takes you. Interesting. Just like everyone has done forever. Yeah. Just sit there, be quiet, and be bored. Right. And see what comes out of that. that like I was 30 years ago. Like I was 30 years ago. Like right. everyone has been up till now. Right. Um, Are you in agreement with that as a, as a philosophy or as an approach to uh, child whatever? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I am suspicious and I'm certainly ske- – and this is a, a theme that we have touched on on the podcast before. Sure. I'm certainly suspicious and a little um, wary of long-term smartphone effects, okay, the yeah. likes of which we don't know yet. Absolutely. And I certainly think that smartphones have rushed in to fill 
any boredom gap. Yeah. Certainly in my life, have, it, have it you, has. Apologies for interrupting. No. Have you um, taken an active stance to limit your um, cell phone use? No. Uh, would you like to? Do you think that just like he does with his kids, do you think you would have positive benefits if you did? Yes. Really? I do. Really? Yeah, I think that we talked about this maybe in the in the one of the previous millennial episode. Yeah. In the millennial episode. About if a job were to limit yeah. your 9 to 5 use of Facebook and stuff like that. Is that what you were getting at? Exactly. Yeah. I, I You would like that. Would like it. I couldn't I, – I could use it. Yeah. I don't know if I would like it, but I couldn't – I think I might need it. I do think you, I could use it. Do you think that you would become more productive or more proactive in these off hours? Say you have a day where you really have very little on the schedule and on a day like that, you'd find yourself kind of just bouncing around and looking at your phone throughout the course of the day. Do you think that you would make actual discernible changes in your life and you'd get more done or you'd be more motivated or accomplished if you put limits on your amount of phone use, I think so. Really, I do. I think so. Really, I, think, I mean, I think I just think it's a huge time vortex. It's just time, you know. It's just like when I think about our dear hilarious friend John Early tweeted something so funny that was like, "Proud to have donated my twenties to Facebook." And mm-hmm. it's just like mm-hmm. – it, it mm-hmm. is just like a t- – it's just time. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. It's like how many man minutes am I – just like man hours, like human life hours. Yeah. Am I – do I spend just sort of aimlessly scrolling on my phone? A lot. Okay. A lot, a lot. Ten years ago, yeah. neither one of us – we were like about a year away from getting a BlackBerry. That's right. We had flip phones. Yeah. The only thing we could play was Snake. That's it. Okay. What were we doing then during our board <laughs> yeah, hour? Yeah, that's good. Can you point at something where you're like, you know what? I stopped doing this because – don't you think we probably had other sort of like gaps yeah. or time fills where it's just like downloading music yes. or playing video games yeah. or whatever? Absolutely. And or it, maybe not. Maybe we were more proactive when we were looking for more work and trying to advance our lives and careers and love lives and all that kind of stuff. Well, I don't know. I, well, I mean the thing is I guess the difference is – I guess that's one of the main differences. It's like as opposed to – it's like the the – I guess what Louis C.K. is kind of lamenting is the gap between – Sitting there on your in your living room, scrolling in your phone, hunched over, scrolling at your phone forever. That's one end of the spectrum. Okay. Other end of the spectrum is being quote unquote productive, quote unquote proactive, looking for work, trying to make a, something of yourself. Yeah. Get off your phone and get and like live your life. What does that mean? I guess that's what I want to point my finger. Right. At, where it's like I get that as a rah rah like motivational. Thing, right? But like, what, what? What is it? What do you? I'm not sure what that means. Because, like, to play into your boredom thing, it's like sometimes the important part of boredom is not becoming the most proactive version exactly. of yourself. Exactly. Because this is the time where you have to go back to neutral. Exactly. So, well, that know. is kind of what I was going to say, okay. and I, I'm maybe not explaining it well, but that was sort of my point, which is that like I think that the the vast middle ground between total senti- just like lazy sitting there on your phone and running around and printing out resumes right. and jo- going on job interviews, right. it's like that's a weird false. Dichotomy, right? Because also now in 2017, a smartphone is the job interview. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. the two things aren't. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like the massive middle ground of just like Thursday at two, you don't have anything to do, so just sit, read, read, <laughs> sit around, right. look around, right. walk around, sit, be around. And I think that smartphones have, in my life, it just cuts into the it, it cuts into the. Um, Sitting board in your house. Makes sense. That's all. So let's discuss some non-technological things that we both do, yeah. perhaps, in our downtime, in our board time. Yes. I'll speak for myself. Yes. Two of my favorite things to do. Yes. And maybe we can figure out why they're my favorite things to do. Yes. Are crossword puzzles. Yes. And actual puzzles. Puzzle puzzles. Jigsaw puzzles. Those are really nice. Both of those things not only um, are fun for me, but they are stimulating. Yes. They are, they are mentally stimulating. Yes. 
Um, I think that I like those because it's taking chaos and putting order to it. That's really nice, Billy. And I like that. That's nice. I like seeing something that's like, whoa, this can be improved. This is a mess. And I, I am the man for the job. <laughs> do, you, wow. um, do you have things like that in your life where it's like you will go to these things when bored? I know you're a huge reader. I'll read. I'll ju- I mean, I read I less than I have and less than I would like to. But reading is – I don't do enough crossword puzzles. I do, whenever I do, it's usually like with you or like with Harvard Sailing Team on a bus and I yeah. love it. yeah. But like I haven't – I have not sort of like routinized mm-hmm. the crossword puzzle in a way that Maggie certainly does and others do and it's the best and why don't I? You don't garden, correct? I don't garden. It seems like something that you might enjoy. Yeah. Because th- you're a very nurturing human being. Well, thanks, Billy. Yeah. And, there, and there's a world where I think – and that's certainly how Ruth, my mother-in-law – I mean, like, it's not even dealing with boredom. It's that gardening is, like, one of her passions. She, it's like she's happy to fill her time with that. Same with it's me not, and these puzzles. This is what not, they need to be. That's right. Right. It's less of a boredom release valve and more of a wake up and, like, I can't wait to get out there and start pulling some weeds. And that's kind of a way of avoiding boredom is to yeah. have these things in your life where there isn't a lot of downtime because, it's like, I do this in the morning and then I'll do this. And that's then right. I'll go to the gym and then I'll do this that's and all right. these kind of little things. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't – I, I – I'm in search for more sort of like uh, consistent sort of habitualized, uh, you know, boredom release valves or like activities that mm-hmm. don't have anything to do with my career yep. that don't have anything to do with my smartphone. <laughs> so this is a good opportunity for us to reach out to the listeners of No Joke. Adam needs a hobby. Like, give me a hobby. Not even just a hobby. Me... He's going to need a lot of hobby yeah. suggestions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suggest and suggest to Adam. Uh, fun things that you do please during the day that don't and involve your phone don't involve your phone don't require hours and hours of time right. but are little ways for you to get out of the house right and to mess around just fill, mess f- around fill the day yes be inspired yes you can email us at nojokepod at gmail.com you can hit us up on twitter at nojokepod once again we are looking for adam hobby suggestions. I could just a few suggestions. I mean, something that I used to do in New York and I still do now is that I will take myself to a museum and wander. Really? It's a great place for me to let the mind wander, let the body wander. Look at you. Chill out okay. a little bit. What, have you been to a museum recently? Um, I took myself to LACMA a couple weeks ago. And again, it's really just the act of wandering. Yeah. <laughs> That's really all it is. The museum is just the like the puzzle is just stimulating enough to my like cerebral mm-hmm. front of my brain mm-hmm. that the rest of my brain can kind of go buck wild. You live in Los Angeles, place of a thousand hikes. Do you hike? I do. Do you? I do. I mean, like not, again, not a ton, but like I'll just take a. Well, I'll go to Griffith and take a walk. I'm surprised I'll that you and I don't hike more together. We should go walk. We. I'm just you and I mean, like you and I. It just seems like something that we both would enjoy. Yeah. And it's something that we have. I don't think we've ever gone on a two-man. <laughs> we never did go on a Have two-man. Have you and I just gone on a two-man hike? We, we went with Dan Klein and my dad, and we threw a football around and climbed a fence. We almost fell off a cliff. <laughs> almost fell off a cliff. So I don't think we've gone full just two-man. We did a four-man, and we almost died. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll check in with the two-man we hike. Later, later, when we get some pads. When we get some knee pads or something. Ooh, okay, got Yeah. It. Okay. But like going to Echo Park Lake and just like walking around the lake for a little while and just like sitting bored on the grass. Reset. Reset. And then it also, when you get home, you can your brain now knows, I did something. That's right. You know, I'm like trending back into active. Yeah. yeah. And I think the thing that the smartphone does for me as a hyperactive ADD human is that it – what am I trying to say? It stunts my ability to let thoughts percolate. Because when I'm moving so fast from new thought to new tweet to new tweet to new stimulus to new Instagram to yeah. new Facebook, 
my brain i'm just not allowing my brain the time to just sit idly and th- and like d- rethink about old thoughts right. i don't constantly need new thoughts i, I think <laughs> there's a good and a bad to that yeah because obviously the good the bad is that you can't marinate on important thoughts marinate. and become a little bit more just like enlightened with what you're feeling and what your you know your thoughts you don't have more time to just, just sit to dig and- a little deeper into things i have already thought and felt right right the good the good thing i'd say about all this constant distraction is that i have a tendency to overthink things sometimes and i sometimes need it used to be television but now it's the internet you are just like i need i just need a little distraction yeah so that i can get out of my head for a second yeah because i'm going to be in my head for 24 7 yes i mean that's just what that's the agreement i have with a brain and a head exactly (laughs) so there is something nice about the distractions it's on me to limit how many distractions i will to limit it yeah Right. right yeah yeah when you were on twitter and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and just sort of like taking in information and just sort of like right. clocking each tweet. Right. This feel – do you feel – I know it's sort of a weird question. I'm kind of asking myself too. Sure, sure. Does it viscerally feel soothing or does it feel str- – where on the soothing to stressful spectrum is just a Twitter scroll for you? Um, It's it starts like this is calming or like, oh, this is – oh, God. Definitely oh, not dude. stressful. Right. Definitely not stressful. I guess the only times when it is stressful is when it's like news related right. or something. It's stressful. Um, but I'm usually just cruising in the notifications. Cruising, baby. I'm just waiting to see what phase came in next where yeah. I can get the next RT uh, yes. I mean it's cute that everyone else is tweeting but I am <laughs> navel gazing on Twitter yeah. good for you maybe that's the best way to do it just worried about my own page worry about yourself you guys worry about worry you about I'll worry about me and my notifications that's it that's it that's it man uh, let's go into the second act break okay great we have to do a quick ad we will come back and do the third and conclusive act of this the no joke podcast Thank you again to Squarespace.com. Thank you. Guys, we want you to know that Squarespace has been encouraging us low-key to make these advertisements more like how Billy and Adam might say Retrofitted to how you guys would talk about websites in Squarespace.com. We don't need to hit all of the brand points and the bullet points. We're not some stuffy corporate website creation company. We're cool. Yeah. Yeah. So now we are going to do our best to talk about (laughs) Squarespace.com without any of the information that they have provided us. This is honestly just occurring to me in the moment. Do you think the reason it's called Squarespace is because the computer monitor is a literal Squarespace? (laughs) I don't. That information. Information might be in the information they provided us. I don't know. We would know. We're making it our own. Right. This is what they asked for. Here's what we know about Squarespace. Yes. Yes. You can buy domains on Squarespace. Yes. You can design uh, websites on it. Yep. They provide a ton of templates. Uh, Yes. 24-7 customer support, which I still to this day think is the most important thing. Very impressive. Just constant help. Let it be known. Adam and I, once again, are not looking at the information. Going off the dome. Um, What else do we know about Squarespace? Um, That they're perfect for artists and architects and people who want to showcase sort of their own creative work. Right. Uh, it's sort of very artist-friendly in that way and like creative entrepreneur-friendly in that way. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I know that when I have considered making new websites for myself, yes. Squarespace is also always the top one that comes up in my Google search. Yeah, yes. So again, I don't know if this is in their informational packet, yep. but I do know that their uh, search engine optimization is high. SEO. Okay. Alrighty. So that's good too. When Maggie and I uh, were getting married, still are, when we uh, were thinking about how to make a website for our wedding, squarespace.com. SEO. SEO. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So head over to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code no joke to save 10% off your first purchase. Once again, head over to squarespace.com and when you're ready to launch, put in the offer code no joke to save 10% on your first purchase. Happy websiting. 
Welcome back. This is Act 3 of the No Joke Podcast. Today, Billy, you and I are talking about boredom. That's right. That's right. what we do when we're bored, how we handle boredom. Yes. What the hell boredom even is in the first place. Right. Um, we asked for a few suggestions. Me, Adam, uh, could definitely use some non-phone-related hobby boredom fillers. Right. Um, you seem to have crossword puzzles, yeah. real puzzles. Yeah. I haven't really dabbled on that world too much. Yeah. So I could use some suggestions. Yeah. Coffee also. Coffee. Coffee helps. Sometimes when it's like I have two hours off, it's coffee. like, all right, if I make a coffee, that will take seven minutes. Yeah. If uh, I drink the coffee, yeah. that will take – 15 to 20 minutes. Exactly, because it's hot, so I'm going to need to blow on it, let it sit. Slow play. Let I only sit. drink black uh, coffee, hot black coffee, because it takes a while. Is that why? Yes. Wait a minute. Is that why? I like to sit with it. Now, wait a second, Billy. Let's back up here, because this is fascinating. Okay. Now, you, I've known you for years, and yeah. you have not always been straight black coffee. You made me a straight black coffee guy. I did? In Queens. How? So I lived above <laughs> a bar and a bagel shop in Queens. One day, you and I were walking to a UCB show. Yes. I lived right by the subway. Yes. And we were walking to the subway, and you're like, I'm going to get a coffee. It was yes. at this bakery. If you remember the bakery. Uh, I, I know it well. Broadway and 31st. Remember it viscerally. And they – I will never forgive them for this, but they changed their coffee from $1 to $1.10. Brutal. Which, which is a nightmare for change. Insult. Come on. <laughs> I have to either bring a dime or carry nine with me when I go to work. Okay. We'll move that aside for a second. Uh, and I used to get a black coffee with a little bit of sugar. Right. You did two or something along yes, those lines. Yes. And then one day we walked in. You're like, you know what? No sugar. And I was just like, why no sugar? And you're like, eh. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, eh, me too. And it was like nine years ago. And I haven't had coffee or milk in my Really, sugar. Billy? I haven't had oh sugar Oh, my or milk. God. Yeah. But I get the hot coffee, even in the hottest days of summer. Same. Because I like to sit with it. The point is the journey. Yes. It's the journey of the chill. Cup of coffee. I'm trying to chill. It's That's not... so good, Billy. Yeah. What a great – you're kind of a boredom – you're sort of a boredom uh, Jedi. I mean like you have all these little microwaves. It's I like, mean you little have, tricks. It sounds like you figured it out. <laughs> Addre address the things that should be stressing you out. Yeah. If boredom stresses you out, if you – I'm the type of person where it's like I, like I don't want to just be sitting here doing nothing. There's probably little things we could do. I will often clean my house when I'm Yes, bored. yes. And so I, will I. And I like that too. Yes. Again, it's just trying to take whatever chaos is in my life Order and organize, chaos. Yeah, organize it a, a little. Yes. If I can. That's good. Yeah. I guess that the – I guess just to play – obviously, yeah. that's wonderful. I am so proud of you as a man that you figured out how to cope with boredom in a way that I am, have not. Oh, please. However, um, the benefit of – do you think there's benefit to chaos? And like I think the, back to the sort of Louis C.K. thing, it's like the, ben, the, the need to constantly be creating order out of chaos and filling your bored times with creating order. Mm -hmm. Is there benefit to living – to? I know this sounds inflammatory and provocative. Mm -hmm. Is there benefit to living in small with small degrees of chaos? Yeah, I mean – it's the type of thing where it's like, how do you define chaos and how do you right. define boredom? Right. You know, it's like, does boredom have to be sitting on your couch and not allowing yourself to move and staring at the wall? Right. That sounds like a, being in a coma. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, to me, it's like boredom, those two, like boredom and chaos can meet when you're cleaning. Right. You, you know what I mean? And it's like, do you want to sit around with a messy house? Right. Not real. I don't. Yeah. And I also don't want to be the type of person who just has to sit with their thoughts. That's right. So it's like, let me do the dishes while I sit with my thoughts. Yes. So yes. is there small degrees of chaos? Is that okay? Yeah, sure, of I guess, but right. I mean, unless there's a clear example right. where it's like, you're better off not telling your friend how you really feel because right. having that like uncomfortability in your life right. will like lead you to better things. I don't know. Right. I, I don't subscribe to it personally. Right, right. Yeah. I don't think I do either. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Boredom. Boredom. <laughs> the third act of the Nerd Joke podcast. And in this act, we like to talk about the future or our presumed future yes. with the topic. Today's yes. topic is like we said, boredom, but it wasn't always going to be boredom, Adam. 
Yesterday yes, on yes, Twitter. We, yes. Yesterday on Twitter. Yes. It was about midnight. Yes. And if you're looking for a, a weird place to visit, um, check out Billy's Twitter from about midnight to 1210 Pacific <laughs> every night of the week. Yeah. That's when I usually take my biggest swings. That's a- They're almost always deleted by 1211. <laughs> but I know that the East Coast is already asleep and yes. I could just take some big weird swings. Yes. Well, last night. Last night I tweeted out at 1201. Yes. Just realized that Oreo, spelled backwards, is Oreo. That's a silly thing to say, Billy. Just to see. Just a silly thing. I mean, fishing, the, the concept of fishing is that you just take this dumb hook, you throw it in a big body of water, and sometimes you get a bite. Talk about dealing with boredom. Just like toss it out there. Exactly. See what you get. It used to be prank calls when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, prank no, tweets. Now it's prank tweets. Yeah. Oreo spelled backwards is Oreo. Got a few uh, immediate. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, check again. Yeah. Like, check uh, again. I don't think so, Billy. And then one person wrote back uh, something to the degree of like, I think you and I spell uh, Oreo differently. Yeah. And then I was like, this is the one that I'm going to double down yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wrote back. And she's a listener of No Joke Podcast. And this is, I didn't mean to be bullying her or doing anything silly. Just right. playing as dumb as we can. Right. Um, I said, it does spell Oreo backwards. <laughs> Try again. Try again. She hit me back with something that was just so lovely. She wrote, we definitely spell the cookie uh, differently. And I'm also getting tired of this. Losing interest. I'm, yes. Love that. I'm losing interest. Losing interest. I'm losing interest in this. Yeah. I'm, I'm not like you, Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the next No Joke Pod should be about cookies. <laughs> yeah. That's what she said. Yes. And I went to sleep last night thinking, the next No Joke Pod has to be about cookies. About cookies. We really should. We should do it. Well, we didn't go cookies. We uh, went boredom. We went we boredom. Are. But also, boredom also fully relates to that. It right. also being like, just fishing out here on Twitter, seeing what's up. Remember right. when you were asking Yahoo ants? That was important. <laughs> That was an important time in my life. Could we just talk about that for a second? That directly relates to boredom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's something I'm stumbling upon now, too. When bored, I will use the stupidest corners of my brain publicly. <laughs> you get a little mischievous on the internet when you get bored. There's something called Yahoo Answers, guys. I'm sure you all know about yeah. it. It was new to me about a year ago. What it is is a forum where anyone can ask questions, and there are thousands, tens of thousands of bored People waiting to answer the most obvious questions. Yes. So there's a lot of questions like, how do I change the oil in my car? Yeah. You know, all these kind of like little, just like around the house, like, can anyone tell me how to make a homemade dish soap? Yes. All like a crowdsourcing Ask Jeeves kind of situation. Every time you will get answers. Yes. It's not going to float in this just no. forum ether. People will respond. And so Bill found out. <laughs> First question asked, how do I high kick? <laughs> No. People sent how? People sent uh, links on karate, like signing your kid up for karate. Really? And, and I just wrote back, no. How do I high kick? <laughs> and people said like sent links on like how to do a high kick, and I would just write back higher. And then people would try and get me what I wanted. Higher. Okay. The second question I asked were, are toddlers real? Are toddlers real? Are toddlers real? Real people. Had this was probably one of the most like inflammatory people were like because there was there was a ton of people in the no it's a made up term what is the argument there oh that it's just like a weird stratification of of, just like how we label our kids no toddlers aren't real then there was a whole camp of people were like they're toddlers because they toddle. You like ignited an online to, debate to watch a civil war over the <laughs> over what the definition of toddle, <laughs> toddle, 
It was just like, I was like, some people like to go to St. Thomas or like a Caribbean island for a vacation. I was in my bedroom. Yahoo like, Answers, baby. On the greatest, <laughs> sweetest vacation of my life. Are, are you watching the answers like roll in in real time? Like, not really, refresh and because refresh and refresh. luckily Marina um, yes. would text me every five seconds with, did you see the next one? Oh, did you God. See the next one? Oh, God. That was where she's seen us do comedy together forever. She's seen us do comedy for <laughs> yes. 10 years now. Yes. Um, I've never seen her more proud of me. As a comedian, and maybe even as a man, <laughs> as to when I would send her some of my Yahoo answers. I'm going to look up. I wonder how I can. I'm pretty sure. Are toddlers real? I don't know if I can give this piece of information away. Yes. I have a second. So I created an account yes. on Yahoo yes. where um, I could ask all of these questions yes. without the name being Billy Scafuri. Yes. I think for the sake of anonymity and future pranks, I can't give away. Cannot. I can't give away. But it's not Don Gigolo. It is not Don okay, Chigolo. It's not that, yeah. <laughs> it is okay, not Don Chigolo. Okay, good. Um, but I'd really like to share it. What I will try and do is share some of those Yahoo answers some of those, on our Twitter page. That was a nice little era in, in your internet board life. Yeah, that was, also, that was also in line with pubic typos. Pubic typos. Pubic Let typos. Let people know about pubic typos, Bill. Yeah. Pubic typos, again, born out of boredom. Boredom. This is something that I stumbled upon in Brooklyn maybe seven or eight years ago. You and I would be walking around the streets of New York City. Yes. Bored. Yes. And we would stumble on... Uh, Things that were printed in public, whether it was a banner. Weird signage. Signage for yeah. a store. Yes. Um, maybe it was just like anything, really. Yes. But it was a public typo. Yes. We, in the age of smartphones, they just started clicking over where yes. we all had uh, pictures in our pockets yes. now. Cameras in our pockets. Yes. We would take pictures yes. of public typos. Yes. Things we found around the city. Little misspellings. Little misspellings here and there. Yep. Um, and we would take pictures of them, and then I'd put them on a website called pubictypos.com because pubic is a typo of public genius now it's an instagram handle yes you guys can follow that pubic typos pubic typos so on good instagram exactly um i think one of my uh favorite pubic typos yes that we ever found yes i don't know if it was we or someone yes. submitted it but it says it's a sign it's a it's a warning sign on a lawn and it says violators will be fine fine they wanted it to be fine. Will be fine. <laughs> they wanted it to be so good. The D makes all the difference. There's something really just yeah. deeply rewarding. Violators will be fine. fine. So funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, but this kind of relates to a. Uh, I know this maybe seems like a stretch of a of a, a related related thing, but uh, Kevin Durant recently yes. was outed yes. essentially outed himself outed himself by accident by accident. Um, for essentially having a lot of like ghost Twitter accounts, yes, which is like Twitter accounts that are that he runs that are under different names, yes, and that he has apparently been using to like, you know, like talk to say all the things that he wishes he could have said. Exactly. Yeah. Um. I wonder if the future of boredom, yes, <laughs> and the way that boredom and and the technology kind of intersect is something in that in that arena. Adam, I got news for you, brother. That's happening. Trolls. Trolls. Oh yeah. What do you think? What do you trolls think that is? Are? Right. I mean, like creating fake identities and just living a million different lives at once. Living the darkest or you know most perverse version of yourself. Yeah. Completely anonymously. That's right. Trolls. I guess I mean, that's like, what a troll is. That's the that's the danger of boredom. And, yeah, and the internet. Man, that's a good point. That is like boredom, sort a of, sense like of in the wrong hands, mm -hmm. and a sense of like a, a false sense of power. Yeah, a false sense of being a provocateur yeah. without any of the you know issues that come with it and the consequences. Trolls. I mean, like what he did was this like 
basically Kevin Durant started, like you said, all these other Twitter accounts, and he would respond to all of his haters. Mm -hmm. He would respond directly to them, but no one knew it was Kevin Durant. Until he made the mistake of not switching out of his regular Twitter account and switching over to these fake burner accounts. That's right. And he started responding as Kevin Durant to all of them. And someone quickly put it together. That's right. Trolls don't have the burden of being Kevin Durant as well. Having any real-life consequence at all. Any consequential anything. Except that they probably have a job and they couldn't. They all know that the things they're saying are so inflammatory that in civil society you can't get away with it. Right. But as a second account, you can. Yeah. So maybe the solution is one Twitter account per. One per head. Per IP address. (laughs) I don't know how they do that. But literally something to limit how we can operate board online yeah because it's getting pretty gnarly it is true it is like you're right like the other sort of like sinister side of the online and board coin is these horrible trolls go to dark places harass people and yep yeah i guess that's true that is the dark side of boredom and where boredom intersects with the internet the playful side is kevin durant (laughs) (laughs) i guess we're just like inventing fake durants and and speaking the playful side is yahoo answers saying our toddler's real our toddler's real right yeah i think the the negative side of trolls is uh our president being a nazi yeah 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 so there's that yes exactly yeah um (laughs) well that wasn't exactly a boring episode it It wasn't a boredom it was pretty good man well done i'm no i'm not bored i'm not bored (laughs) okay great all right well that's the boredom episode good one bill for it and for the no joke podcast i am billy scafuri and i'm adam lustig like always we will talk to you next week thanks for listening that was a hit gum podcast <laughs>